Hey everybody, welcome to Across the Podcast with Dave. And Abby. Alright everybody, hope everybody's having a nice time, enjoying summer, or if you're the or opposite hemisphere, you're enjoying your winter, I guess. I forget that, you know, hemispheres. I don't know if we have any. Do we have anybody listening to this podcast that lives in the Southern Hemisphere? If we do. Uh, yeah, give us a shout out if you do. Yeah, I don't. I want to say we probably don't, but you never know. You never know. Because I, I feel like I see our podcasting app tells us where our country's people, people are listening from. We mostly have countries that are in Europe and Europe and also the United States is what we have. Um, yes, I, I know some of our best fans are down in England. Right, so I don't think we have anybody, but if you are one that was Southern Hemisphere, please give us a shout-out. Let us know. You can tweet us at um, Across the Podcast or Facebook us at Across the Podcast. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, like say, hey, this is, you know, I don't know. You're from Australia or Peru or South Africa or... There's lots, there's lots of countries both in the Southern Hemisphere. I just can't think of them all. But, yeah, I actually think... Wait, hold on. Before I make a full So, I think, actually, only South America, Africa, and Australia are Southern Hemisphere. I think all of Asia is Northern Hemisphere. I want... No, maybe... Well, the islands are not. Like, they're, like... like I don't know. I know, like... Obviously, all, all of Europe is Northern Hemisphere. And all of North America is Northern Hemisphere. I think all of Asia is too, but maybe the islands that where Indonesia is might be below the hem- the equatorial line. I don't know. I don't know either. My ge- I'm not currently looking at a globe. I am not. I'm imagining in my head, and it works pretty well, <laughs> I think. But anyways, that's en- that's enough of that. So today's up top episode is all Abby. So Abby, take it away. Well, it's kind of both of us. True. Um, so in one of our last episodes, we we mentioned plants. For some reason, right? I don't remember and that, I for thought, sure. I'm pretty sure I got this idea from one of our last episodes and said, we should do an episode on plants. And so I've prepared some fun facts about two of my favorite plants. Um, and I know that Dave is a self-confessed plant dad mm. has many little plant babies. I um, and he's got quite the green thumb. So I figured we could talk about some plants today. Sure. I wonder, so, speaking of being a plant dad, on Father's Day, could I think that we say that I'm a, I, I'm a plant dad? I should, be able to, I should be able to honor myself on Father's Day, right? I'm a plant dad. I have lots of plant babies. Like, hundreds of I plant mean, babies. Maybe. You, you're raising them. You're growing them. Right. So, you could. I'll, I'll send you, I'll start sending you a card on Father's Day. <laughs> it's just got, like, a little flower on it. <laughs> um, I... I'm not so much of a green thumb as you, I have to say. I try so hard, and I do okay most of the time. Um, most of my current plants are thriving in my window. Um, they know I'm talking about them, so I keep glancing over. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the two I've written the most about are plants that I actually don't have, uh, but that grow near me. So lavender mm. is wonderful. It is. I really, really, really like lavender a lot. It's one of my favorites. Um, I learned today that it's a member of the mint family. Oh well, I mean it is an herb, so it makes sense. Actually, did you know you pronounce you actually supposed to pronounce the H in herb? It should be herb. Yeah, yeah. No, they say herbs over here. Do they? Herb. 
Wow. Yeah, so I said herb. Yeah, so anyways, I know lavender, lavender is a herb. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, it is. I was very surprised to learn that it was a member of the mint family because normally you just think of mint. Um, but it does kind of make sense as it can be used for medicinal and culinary purposes. It's very, very useful actually. And it's just a pretty plant. I love the, the, the light purple and the green. They grow very, they, they're, they're very similar looking plants. I mean, obviously mint has leaves and no flowers, whereas lavender grows and fl- the flowers are, ar- are uh, aromatic. Um, but they do look similar, so I can see that they're related. I would not say that they look similar at all. Um, but, I don't know, maybe that's just me. They, they do look quite different. I mean, they... The leaves are very different, and the lavenders are on just, like, stems with the little well, flowers. Or seeds at the top. When mint goes to seed, it does look like lavender. Okay, yes. Maybe when it goes to seed, it does a little bit more. Um, but yeah, they're both quite useful. I do like mint as well. Mm-hmm. I've grown mint before. I've never been overly successful with it. <laughs> That's surprising because like, I, I have mint here and it goes like a freaking wheat. Cause it, it, mint grows on a vine system underground. And like I can't, I put it in my raised bed above ground garden. It's got and it went basically traveled all the other side of the box. And I keep on pulling out, keeps on coming back. Again. I'm like mint. I want you one spot to sit, stay there, and it keeps on going. I'm like, dude, isolate. I I had it in like a little hot um, because I don't have a large outdoor garden space. Right. So that's probably why it didn't do so well. It needed room to grow and invade other areas yeah it's a very um, yeah but in my courtyard in the courtyard where i'm currently living there's quite a lot of lavender which is really nice you open the door and it's just it smells lovely oh, that everywhere and it's yeah. now starting to finally get purple um the courtyard doesn't get as much sun as it could like around the edges which is where the lavender is mm-hmm. so it's taken its time to get purple and pretty that's nice um, yeah, it smells so nice, and it has quite a lot of uses. It's mostly medicinally used, like, in aromatherapy, um, and it can help with insomnia hmm. and reduced anxiety, which is fairly common uses for it. Um, it can help with skin conditions, um, promote circulation, lower blood pressure, and wow. even relieve pain and help with digestion. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I um I wear like lavender essential oil all the time. I've got a little spray for it that I spray on my pillows quite oh, okay. a bit and whatever clothing I wear. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, in in work, people have associated the smell of lavender with me because I'll just walk past and they'll get a whiff of lavender. <laughs> <laughs> they always know when I walk in the shop. Um, yeah, and it's really nice in. Um, like tea. Mm, I've heard that. Lavender and echinacea tea is really good for your immune system. Um, I made, it must have been last year, I made some lavender lemonade. Ooh. So how do you, do you just, do you just, do you just soak the lavender, like how do you infuse the lavender into a drink? Do you just like, yeah. do you steep um, it? So like, well tea is just leaves that you put in water. Get about to dry though. So yeah, yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, I, I don't dry the lavender usually. I just pick the top bits off where it's purple with the seeds, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Well, so um, you soaked the... You... I... So you soak the leaves, you soak the flowers, not the leaves. You use the flowers, the lavender? I use the flowers, yeah. Oh. And he's putting your lemonade. Yeah, so this, this isn't, so there's, I think it's French lavender that has actual, like, flowers. Oh, okay. But English lavender doesn't have the, like, the, the flower flowers. No, it's just a small, yeah, it's just it's a small yeah. little sprigget. So English lavender is what I'm working with. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I, although I do have some dried lavender as well, I usually just take the fresh lavender, and yeah, if I'm making lemonade, or even tea, sometimes I'll just make, um, like a syrup out of it, I'll soak it with honey in hot water, and like make a very concentrated syrup, basically. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then I'll use it for tea, or lemonade which was delicious. I'm going to do that again this year when I can sneak out and steal some lavender. <laughs> um, and also you can use um, it in like biscuits, well, cookies, and like shortbread, Ooh, like baking. Interesting. Hmm. I do love shortbread. Right? I do. I absolutely love shortbread. About a year ago, I discovered that stores around here, they carry like the authentic like Scottish shortbread here and it is divine oh my god yeah so Walker? good is it walkers yes yeah walkers is nice uh as i am in scotland at the moment we have slightly more authentic sure uh, yeah types of shortbread as well but walkers is good i do like shortbread uh unfortunately um my body doesn't digest lactose so the butter is mm. a bit of an issue yeah but I'm very fond of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want some right now. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Now I'm hungry for it. Um, But yeah, I really like herbs that you can use Mm -hmm. that are very useful. Um, And the history as well of herbs is fascinating. Um, A lot of them were used to ward off evil spirits. Um, A lot of them were used by wise women. Um, to, I don't know, help with pain in childbirth and things like this, that these uh, were handed down throughout the ages. And um, anytime I'm in a walled garden, or any garden really, I love checking out the herb section to see how they have them separated. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like when they're separated by use. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and it makes sense to have them that way. They're just really, really interesting. And I'm lucky to have a couple of walled gardens around where I get the gorgeous, beautiful, like, flowers and the lovely Victorian-style setup. But I Mm -hmm. also get these herb gardens as well. Yeah, it sounds nice. Yeah, it is very nice. Um, And so the other... uh, Well, this one is a flower that I decided to do a little bit of research into and talk about are um, peonies. Mm, peonies are beautiful. I adore them, and I had to ask you what it was called um, the other week, the flower, because I could not remember for the life of me what flower it was. 
but we had one when I was growing up, and as soon as I like smell it, it just sends me right back to my childhood home. The problem with like, peonies is that is they they only last for a short while. They are a very short lived flower, but they are beautiful and they smell like you said, uh, divine. But they don't not they don't last. Yeah. You might if you get a week out of a peony. Yeah, they they're very summer um, flower as well. They do have a short summer lifespan, don't they? Uh, and ants love them. They do. I remember vividly them just being filled with ants. Yeah, when yeah. Playing with the flowers when I was little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ants probably like the sweet, the sweet smell. Probably attracts the ants, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't know that they were actually good for healing as well. Hmm. So the name comes from um, the a Greek god of healing, which I'm going to mispronounce horribly, um, but its name is similar to peonies. Paeon, Paeon, something like that. Um, and traditionally, peonies were used to help with inflammation. Okay, wow. Yeah, which I did not know at all. Um, I've heard of them being used in, like, cosmetic stuff. So, like, I don't know, face lotion. Um, or even to, like, color lipstick, things mm. like that. Um, but not for actual medicinal purposes yeah oh. there are some old superstitions connected with them too they're they're quite often connected to the moon and huh. they're thought to keep evil spirits away because they smell so sweet could be and they're edible oh are they they're plants huh. not for dogs or cats mm. but for people huh I often wonder, like, why a certain thing is edible to a human, but not to a cat or dog or animal, and vice versa. Like, why can't dogs eat chocolate? What in the chocolate does? What in the, when their body tackles the product? Why does it come poison from them, but not for us? Is it the way that they digest sugars? It must be something. It must be something to do with that. I guess I don't. You know, I don't know. But uh, yeah, but it's interesting because so many things are. are poisonous or difficult for them to digest that humans can easily yeah well and vice versa like you know there's certain berries we can eat but animals can eat any berry they want to yeah contaminated water doesn't bother any of them yeah no. we're uh, adapted for different yeah environments yeah definitely okay. huh so yeah. you can eat you can eat peonies yeah who knew um, they are good for beauty products as well, though. They've got a nice color and smell. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh, cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. so I really enjoy those. Um, they're none of the plants that I have. I actually had to look up some of the official names of the plants I have because I usually just call them the green and purple leafy things. I mean, it works. <laughs> It does. It, it helped me figure out what they were. Well, there you go. Um, yeah. So, inside my house, I have several plants, or flat, rather. I have an aloe plant that's mm -hmm. quite large, and its name is Gilead. Okay. I have an inch plant, which is also called a Tradescantia zebrina, mm. which doesn't have a name yet. I've had it for several months, and I've not named it. Um, which is surprising. 
I have a silver plant, which I couldn't find the name for, but it's got these strange little silver branch things, and I'm not sure if it's alive or dead. I keep watering it, but it's not a flowering plant, mm -hmm. and it doesn't look like it's wilting or growing any at all. It's just kind of staying the same, and it's very shiny and silver. Oh. Um, I have a perilla named Ezra, who... I will show to you so you can tell me if it's actually a perilla. I presume it is. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I love Ezra. Ezra is one of my favorites. Ezra looks very um, healthy. Yeah, it's very leafy. And the leaves are very, like, they, they've got pink in them. Yeah, it's a, very, it's a very like, pretty plant. Colorful. Yeah. Um, I have mirror grass, which is also called, like, a Chinese money plant, which I really enjoy. Um, I have a little cactus whose name is Ernest, <laughs> and a few other little sprouts and green leafy things, and a very, very dead fern. Mm, no. Ferns are tricky. You, you actually should you leave your fern in your shower, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Will it revive it? It's been dead for a while. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if it'll come back now, but if you have a fern and you don't have a swat spinner space, ferns will you can make it, have it live in your shower. Cause it's more, it's it's more, it's damp in there, and ferns love damp. Yeah. Okay. I very much doubt it'll come back. <laughs> yeah. But that's good to know for the next time I attempt to raise a fern. Like ferns are very dinosaur-esque. Yeah. Oh, out in my window box, I also have thyme and rosemary, okay. which are doing well. Yeah, herbs are very hardy plants to grow. Once they bite in, although lavender is a pain to actually grow. Try for three yeah. years in a row to grow lavender from a seed, and it's really, really hard to grow lavender. But most other herbs, like they just take off like no tomorrow. Like I have lemon balm, I have mint, and I have oh, I forget. It's I think it's rosemary too, and it's just like those things like. I have to come back a couple times a year because they grow so fast and so hardy because they're just healthy. Um, but yeah, as for my plants, I have way too many to name. Um, you have so many. I know. I have plants that are stay outside year round. I have some plants that are, are house plants. My favorite ones, though, is a hydrangea. is one of my favorite plants of all time. Oh, um, lovely. I know. They just they grow those they grow balls of flowers. I just love the the, the imagery of a hydrangea. Just is I just love. It. Plus, they change colors depending on the, depending on the acidity of the soil. So they're kind of like they're kind of like mood rings, a little bit. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fascinating. So if the, if the if the dirt's more acidic, they'll go pink or purple. If it's more basic, oh. they'll turn they'll turn blue or like a white. So that explains it. I always wondered, like, what determined their color, but I thought it was just the type they were. No, although I have one that grows all colors. Um. Yeah, uh, it hasn't happened yet. It takes a couple of years for it to get to that point. Like right now, it's it's blooming all per it's blooming all pink right now, but it's still a baby. It didn't grow up yet. Some plants are fat. Like, so like asparagus is the same way. Asparagus, when you plant it, it takes three four years before you actually eat it because it has to keep on growing the seed and spreading out before you can actually eat it. Um, yeah. And hollyhock is also it only grows every other year. So some plants are just very, very picky, and you, be, and you know, it's funny though, I'm a very impatient person, and plants are a very patient thing. So I can do plants. So it's interesting that like I have zero patience, but plants, I, for some reason, I just love them. Um, 
But other favorite prank though I have is called. I always confuse Hollyhock with Foxglove. Uh, yeah, that. I know they're not. Well, they the both same. they both they both grow on spires, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah Foxgloves grow year after year, and they kind of grow big, these big bell flowers. They hang yeah. down. They are beautiful. I love Foxglove. Um, but yeah, it is. There's so much of it around the area. Is there? Yeah. Yeah, it's a really pretty, another very hardy plant for sure. Um, my other favorite plant though is a it's, it's um it's called a carnosa scientifically, but they actually call it for something called a Peruvian shamrock plant because it, it grows in oh. Peru. I mean, it looks like a, it looks like a shamrock. It has like it's it got clovers for leaves, but it's not a sh it's not clover. Um, and it just grows these, it's a very simple basic plant, all it has is just, um, the clover leaves and it grows these little beautiful ye yellow flowers on these long spiny stems. And it's really, like, I, I bought one, like, two years ago at a plant show, and now I have three, because it broke off, parts of it broke off, and I planted them and they grew again. So I, I had one parent plant and two baby plants now. And so it's a very, very, yeah, it's a cute plant, it's, um... I have to bring it inside one time. It's basically an indoor plant, more or less. Um, but it's really cool looking. It's just kind of so strange, but wonderful. That's the thing about plants as well. They are, like, otherworldly, even though they're so natural. I know. Yeah, they can... Have you, have you ever seen a corpse flower? I have. Aren't they so weird? Yeah, they are kind of terrifying. Yeah, the... Um... The Royal Botanic Gardens in um, Edinburgh, their corpse flower actually like bloomed. It flowered last right. year. They only do it once every. So like, I got to go see it. Did you get? To, you went to go see it. Yeah. They only it do it. Really cool. They only bloom like every like ten years or something like that. I think is what it is. Yeah. And they smell awful when they bloom. See, I think we were towards the end of the the blooming cycle for it, so it didn't smell like too horrendously okay well they supposedly they smell what's they called corpse flower because it's smell, smell like basically a rotting corpse yeah apparently i don't know i went to i went to college my college in front of the library I had a row of these trees but they bloom it smells like rotting fish oh really pretty white blooms on these trees but it smells like fish and it was just, and you had to walk through a whole row of them and get to get, get to the bridge go to your car so it was like it was a it was like a gauntlet, but like it was beautiful, but they smelled horrendous. Um, but I imagine it's part of their survival, though. You know, they have a reason for that yeah. smell. So I mean, it. Who am I to say that they're you know they need to change their smell? It's, it's for some for some reason it smells that way. So. Yeah, yeah. I love I love the smell of trees, like mm. pine and cedar. Yes. And I, again, have essential oils that smell like pine and cedar. Mm, yeah, those if are... I'm having a bad day, I'll just spray that. It's a good, it's a good smell. I actually also love the smell of a general smell of a greenhouse. It's just a fantastic smell. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I I really this is gonna be a bit silly. I love the smell of dirt, like mud, like earth. Hmm. I find it very soothing. Yeah, it's very grounding. Yeah. Yeah. But I've always, I've always loved being outside. Yeah. Agreed. I, uh, yeah. I don't know. Plants are magnificent. I'm so glad we have so many different types of them because they're just, you know, they all have, per you know, and I'll, I'll mention they all have their own personalities. I know they're not, I know they're not like, they're not 
they're not they're alive, but they don't have they don't have any kind of per, they also don't have you know they don't have a they're not what's the word uh they're not a sentient sentient yes though they could be we just don't know but I mean probably not yeah. they're probably not sentient but they still have a personality I feel like they do so Ezra my Perilla uh, I'm pointing again as if mm. you can see the leaves move mm-hmm. sometimes like on their own they'll angle angle themselves to get more like sunlight yeah so occasionally like if it's the middle of the night and i can't sleep i hear like a shifting really against the wind (laughs) very very softly it's only if i'm like awake middle of the night and it's completely silent that's pretty cool they'll they'll move on their own they do kind of take off sometimes i talk to my plants I, I do. I, I, talk, I talk to them. I do as well. I sing to mine occasionally. They don't seem to react at all. I mean, I've been doing really well, honestly. Um, a friend gifted me cuttings of the, the inch plant, with it, which is a gorgeous green and purple leafy plant. And it's kind of just grown. Yeah. I didn't realize how much it had grown mm-hmm. until I took it out of the window yesterday <sighs> and saw that it had taken over the entire window, basically. Nice. Um, so I'm getting a new a new pot for it, and I have accidentally kind of... I broke off a bit accidentally, and now it's sprouting little roots of its own. I put mm-hmm. it in a bit of water. They so are... They are smart. They are smart. They can do it themselves. They are. Yeah. I also talk to trees. I like to touch. I, like to, I also yeah. feel like I don't know. It's not like that. Like, um, certain trees give a vibe when I touch them. I don't know. What that's about but yes. like. Yeah. I, I feel like. Well, I don't know. I have some people who understand that I'm I'm strange, and I will often go up to trees and just like put my hand on them and thank them for existing. <laughs> We owe them a lot. We owe them a lot, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and hug them if we're not during a pandemic when we shouldn't be touching things that other humans have touched. True. Although, when I go in the woods, uh, I'm pretty sure trees I touch probably are pretty safe. Yeah, I don't know. I still live in a city. Yeah, no. The trees I encounter are probably still encountered by other people. Right. Yeah, understandable. I go to the, you know, out in the boonies to a rainforest. Yes. Yep, and I can find trees that haven't been touched in, like, 50 years, if at all. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, trees, plants, they're all great. Um, so, yeah, tell... So Very you, useful. Guys, if you guys, you know, have a favorite plant, or you grow plants, or you use plants for medicinal uses or for food uses, let us know. I'd love to hear about what you like what you do. Um, let us know. You can always reach us again at, at Facebook, Twitter. You email us. It's across the podcast at gmo.com. Um, yeah, just reach out, let us know. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, but anything else to add to Abby or is that about it? No, that was it. I enjoyed our, our, our discussion about plants. I know you have a lot of knowledge in that area. Yeah, it is a, it definitely is a love of mine. That is for sure. Um, but they, lo- they love you back. It's the good part. They love you back. So it's always good. Yes, when they survive. <laughs> yeah, when they survive, hopefully they do. Um, but yeah. All right, guys, so for Dave and Abby, have a great day. Cheerio.